Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, today we're going to be reading from Genesis chapter 6 and talking about it. But almost immediately, there's going to be a mention of some group or some types of beings referred to as the Nephilim. Now, these Nephilim are mentioned in an extra-biblical book called the Book of Enoch. I spoke of that in Genesis chapter 5. This Book of Enoch was in circulation in first century Judaism. In Second Temple Judaism, it was well known. And Enoch is one of the descendants from Adam that we talked about from Genesis chapter 5 that apparently spoke of these, and, and some of his words were recorded in a book referred to as the Book of Enoch. It's extra-biblical, it's controversial, but we'll talk about it today. So take note of the word Nephilim when I get into this chapter, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went into the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all of the people of the earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all the people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make for yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower and middle and upper decks. I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures— male and female, to keep them alive with you, two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every creature that moves along the ground, will come to you and will be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as God had commanded him. 
Now we read in the first verse, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, verse 2, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Now these sons of God, this is a controversial expression. Many have interpreted various different ways. This chapter is primarily about Noah and the destruction of the earth for the wickedness of man, the violence of mankind. But this is mentioned. The sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Now, this sons of God. Now, I just said this controversial. But a lot has been written about this. And I am one that believes that these sons of God are not human. The book of Job, which we'll come to in due season, first two chapters of Job, there's a mention of the sons of God, a day coming where the sons of God presented themselves before the Lord. And the devil himself, um, Satan, was one of these sons of God, a created being, but something that was not human. And so here in Genesis chapter 6, verse 2, we read that the sons of God were intermarrying, intermingling with humans on some level. And there was an offspring that came from these humans. I read the last two verses from the NIV. I'll read um, Genesis chapter 6, verse 4 from the King James. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. King James translates the word giants. The NIV uses the term Nephilim. Now, these giants slash Nephilim are also translated as fallen ones. Just for biblical references to these beings, whoever they may be, I'll give you a couple of scripture references. You can look them up in your own time. But as to the giants or fallen ones or Nephilim or sons of God, look up Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, Job chapter 1, verse 6, Daniel chapter 2, verse 43, Matthew 24, 37, 2 Peter 2, verses 4 to 5, and Jude, verses 6 and 7. Now, there's a book of Jewish uh, mysticism. It's called uh, the Zohar. It says that the Nephilim were led by fallen angels, Uzzah and Azazel. Now, these These are things that are extra biblical, the nuances as far as the who was leading them and so forth. But there's a very interesting book that's been written by the scholar, uh, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. I would commend it to you if you're interested in these things. It's called A Companion to the Book of Enoch, A Reader's Commentary, Volume 1, The Book of the Watchers. And so this book by Michael Heiser postulates a number of things from this book of Enoch, which I had mentioned previously, was in circulation in first century Judaism. Uh, He postulates from the book that fallen angels saw the beauty of the daughters of men and they lusted after them. And so the fallen angels wanted children for themselves combined with human beings. They descended on Mount Hermon, a summit called Artis. And uh, from this place, the book of Enoch, uh, chapter 7, tells us the fallen angels made women their wives They taught them evil. They taught them divination. They taught them magic. Uh, The fallen angels contaminated all life on earth, both people and animals alike, to the point where God had to bring judgment on the earth for that um, generation of offspring. By the way, there's another source that you can find online that's very interesting. I refer to it frequently in my own studies. It's the Encyclopedia of Judaica. 
And this is a Jewish source. It's not a Christian source. Uh, it's jewishvirtuallibrary.org. Jewishvirtuallibrary.org. So you can go to that source and punch in words like Nephilim and, and see what's said. But whatever the case, mankind had been corrupted. And uh, this corruption could have been through this breeding, interbreeding with fallen angels. We don't know. But mankind became corrupt. And we read in Genesis 6, 5, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. And the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground. For I regret that I've made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So here we have this man Noah, friends. We started in Genesis chapter 1 with the man Adam that the created order began with. And the created order of human beings is about to start over again from this man Noah who found favor in the eyes of the Lord. We read in verse 9 that Noah was a righteous man, blameless among his people, and he walked faithfully with God. So he was an exceedingly exemplary man, a God lover. Now, what was the cause of the judgment coming on the earth, this wickedness of man? The scriptures that we just read repeatedly refers to violence. In Genesis 6:11, it says, Now the earth was corrupt and full of violence. And then verse 13, the Lord said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to the earth, for all the earth is filled with violence. And so this violence was something that was abhorrent to the Lord. We don't know the nature of the violence, but we live in a time where violence is often celebrated in movies and uh, entertainment and the news and so forth. You need to be careful about your consumption of violent images and um, the wicked images, the deaths of people and so forth. You know, when I was a child, it was unthinkable that they would ever show someone's death, real death. But it's very common now in the news to show someone dead or someone dying. Uh, those that die from violence are, are often portrayed in the news media. And I would encourage you not to consume of those images. This is something the Lord detests. But nevertheless, the Lord had decided to preserve the human race through Noah, who was a righteous man. So in verse 14, we read, The Lord spoke to Noah and said, Make for yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch. This is how you're to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long. Now, this mention of a cubit, the cubit is about a foot and a half long. So 300 cubits would be 450 feet long. The ark was to be 450 feet long, 50 cubits wide or 75 feet wide, and 30 cubits high or 45 feet high. And it was to have three decks. Verse 16 says that it was going to have a lower, middle, and upper deck. This 450 by 75 feet deck three times, makes a huge, huge amount of square footage. I don't have that number in front of me, just off the top of my head. But this is a tremendous structure. And so God went on to say he was going to bring the animals and so forth. In verse 18, he said, I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you, and all the animals, etc. In verse 22, Noah did everything just as God had commanded him. And so the Lord intended to destroy those who had become corrupt on the earth, both human and animal. We don't know exactly the nature of the corruption of animals, but something had occurred to corrupt them as well. And so Noah was chosen to repopulate the earth. 
Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him in in making this ark. And we'll read in the next chapter more about the ark and the flood. But I want to pray now. And um, I pray for you and I'll pray for myself as well. Lord, we don't want to get um, aside from the main thing. The main thing that's being portrayed here in chapter 6 is that mankind had become rebellious and corrupted to you and your purposes. And you decided to start over again with a man named Noah and his descendants. And Lord, you made a covenant, which we'll read about in the coming chapters between yourself and Noah, to preserve mankind and the conditions under which you would preserve mankind. I pray, Lord, that like Noah, we would be found righteous in our generation. Lord, of him you said he was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. And Lord, you said he walked faithfully with God. Lord, may we be found righteous in Jesus Christ. May we be found blameless by his spotless blood, his his atoning blood. And may we walk faithfully with our God all the days of our lives. We pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.